Welcome to Living the Good Life Podcast, where we bring you messages, thoughts, and advice for living the good life. Today's message is brought to us by Brother Larry Dishman. And you can turn with us over to the book of Luke, chapter 7, verse number 36. One of the Pharisees desired him that he would eat with him. And he went into the Pharisee's house and sat down to meet. And behold, a woman in the city which was a sinner, when she knew that Jesus sat at meat in the Pharisee's house, brought an alabaster box of ointment and stood at his feet behind him weeping and began to wash his feet with tears and did wipe them with the hairs of her head and kissed his feet and anointed them with ointment. Now when the Pharisee which had bidden him saw it, he spake within himself saying, this man, if he were a prophet, would have known who and what manner of woman this is that toucheth him, for she is a sinner. And Jesus answering and said unto him, Simon, I have somewhat to say unto thee. And he saith, Master, say on. There was a certain creditor which had two debtors. The one owed 500 pence and the other 50. And when they had nothing to pay, he frankly forgave them both. Tell me, therefore, which of them will love him most? Simon answered and said, I suppose that he to whom he forgave most. He said unto him, Thou hast rightly judged. And he turned to the woman and said unto Simon, Seest thou this woman? I entered into thy house. Thou gavest me no water for my feet, but she has washed my feet with tears and wiped them with the hairs of her head. Thou gavest me no kiss, but this woman, since the time I came in, hath not ceased to kiss my feet. My head with oil, thou didst not anoint, but this woman hath anointed my feet with ointment. Wherefore I say unto thee, her sins, which are many, are forgiven. For she loved much, but to whom little is forgiven, the same loveth little. And he said unto her, thy sins are forgiven. They that said it beat with him begin to say within themselves, Who is this that forgiveth sins also? And he said to the woman, Thy faith hath saved thee. Go in peace. I'd like to speak on the subject. The sweetest words you'll ever hear. Thy sins be forgiven thee. Like for us to notice, over and over you'll find in the Bible, in Matthew 9, 2, Matthew 9, 5, Mark 2, 5, Mark 2, 9, Luke 5, 20, 
Luke 5, 23. Throughout the Bible, especially the New Testament, Jesus spoke these words, thy sins be forgiven thee. But I want you to notice what he said to this lady. Her sins, which are many, are forgiven. Amen. That's the way it was with me. My sins were many. I went deep in sin. I had a lot of sins. But God forgive me. Our God is a forgiving father. He gives us pardon. Micah 7, 18. Who is a God like unto thee? Who is a God like unto thee? That pardoneth iniquity and passeth the transgressions of the remnant of his heritage. He retaineth not his anger forever because he delighteth in mercy. The Bible says in Isaiah 43 and verse number 25, I, even I, am he that bloodeth out thy transgressions for my own sake, and I will not remember thy sins. God is ready to pardon when an individual is ready to confess and forsake their sins. Nehemiah said in the ninth chapter and verse number 17, and refused to obey, neither were mindful of the wonders that thou didst among them, but hardened their neck, and in their rebellion appointed a captain to return to their bondage. But thou art a God ready to pardon, gracious in mercy, slow to anger, and great kindness, and forsookest them not. It's encouraging to know that any time someone really means business with God, that God is ready to forgive that individual because God is a God that not only pardons an individual, but notice what the Word of God says. He abundantly pardons according to Isaiah 55 and verse number 7. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts and let him return unto the Lord and he will have mercy upon him and to our God for he will abundantly pardon. Amen. When it comes to God's forgiveness, there's nothing skimpy about God's forgiveness. The account of the prodigal son emphasizes the fact that there's absolutely nothing skimpy whatsoever about God's forgiveness. Amen. God loves us as sons and he will forgive us as such because God is merciful. He is so forgiving. According to Psalms chapter 103 and verse number 8, for the Lord is merciful and gracious and slow to anger and plenteous in mercy. He will not always shine, neither will he keep his anger forever. He hath not dealt with us after our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. For as the heavens is high above the earth, so great is his mercy 
towards them that fear him. In the book of 2 Corinthians 1 and verse number 3, he said, Blessed be God, even the Father of mercies and the God of comfort. And then again in Ephesians 2 and verse number 4, he tells us there, But God, who is rich in mercy for his great love, wherewith he loved us, thank God, my friend, even when we were dead in trespasses and in sins. Another one of the beauties of the forgiveness of sin is God will forgive the lowest of sinners, the vilest of sinners. Amen. So many people feel like I'm too mean. I've gone too far. I've sunk too deep into sin to be forgiven. But I want you to know there's nothing further from the truth than that because our Savior said, I didn't come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. God will forgive the most terrible sinner. You're not too bad for God to save you. Amen, God promises to forgive for all sin. In 1 John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us, not from some unrighteousness, but from all unrighteousness, all the bad things you've done, all the wicked things you've done, the secret sins, uh, the presumptuous sins, the willful sins, he'll forgive you for them all. This forgiveness, of course, is contingent on the fact that we meet the conditions. I want you to look at this scripture with me over in the book of Isaiah and the first chapter and verse number eight, where it says, come now. Amen, not tomorrow, not the last night of the camp meeting, or not the next camp meeting, or not when you graduate, not when you get married, not in your middle age, not when you get old, but come now, let us reason together, saith the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. Now some suggest that scarlet means double dyed and twice dipped. Amen, I like that thought. Thus, though dipped in a vast vial of pollution again and again, there's still hope. Hope and pardon is available for the double died sinner. That's the way you feel about yourself? Listen, if you feel like you've been dipped in a vial of pollution, brought out and dipped again, though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. Amen. God's love has depths tonight. Depths that we can't understand. Ephesians 3, 17. That Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith. 
that ye being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth, the length, the depth, and the height, and to know the love of Christ, which passeth knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Christ's love will reach you in the lowest sphere of life, in the deepest abyss of guilt. Jesus' blood still makes the vilest sinner clean. Come ye sinners, lost and hopeless. Jesus' blood can make the vilest sinner clean. His blood still goes deeper than the stain of sin is gone. No matter how deep the stain of sin may have gone, the blood of Jesus goes beyond that and he cleanses every sin. He washes you and makes you whole. Amen. Thank God for Jesus Christ. My sins used to haunt me. As I thought about the judgment, I'm so glad Christ took my place. That's what Jesus did for us. Amen. The thing that we was guilty of, I was the one that was guilty. But Jesus said, I'll take the punishment. I'll take the beating. I'll take the stripes. He died for us. He didn't have to do us. He didn't have to give his life for us. Amen. He obtained our forgiveness by taking our place upon the cross. Amen. We can learn what forgiveness is by observing what God does when he forgives. I want us to consider for a little while, what does God do when he forgives? He removes the notation of the offense from his record. That's what happens when you're forgiven of your sins. Acts the third chapter and verse number 19. Repent ye therefore and be converted that your sins may be blotted out when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. What is forgiveness? He remembers our sins no more. Hebrews the eighth chapter and verse number 12. For I will be merciful to their unrighteousness and their sins and iniquities I will remember no more. What is forgiveness? He restores the offender to his former position of love and grace. Just like the prodigal son, he left everything. He went into a far country. He wasted his substance with riotous living. But when he came home, when he said, Father, I've sinned against heaven and in thy sight, and I'm not worthy to be called thy son. Amen. Friend, he was restored his former position because of the love of his father. And that's what happens to us when we come back to God after going out into sin. Uh, what is forgiveness? Friend, when we learn what forgiveness is by noting what God does with our sins when they are forgiven. What does God do with our sins? 
once we've been forgiven. Let's look at a few scriptures that lets us know what God does with our sins. Psalms 32 and verse number one, we find that he covers our sins. He said, blessed is the man whose transgression is forgiven, whose sins is covered. What does he do with our sins? He casts them behind his back. According to Isaiah 38 and verse number 17, behold for peace, I had great bitterness, but thou in love to my soul has delivered it from the pit of corruption. For thou has cast all my sins behind thy back. That's what God does with our sins. What does he do with our sins? He removes them as far as the east is from the west. Psalms 103 and verse number 12. As far as the east is from the west, so far hath he removed our transgressions. What does he do? He obliterates them from his memory according to Jeremiah 31 and verse number 34. For I will forgive their iniquity and I will remember their sin no more. I tell you friend, these are the sweetest words that a man can ever hear. Thy sins are forgiven thee. He blots them out of his record. According to Isaiah 44 and verse number 22, he said, I have blotted out as a thick cloud thy transgressions. Amen. What does he do with our sins once we've been forgiven? I'll tell you what he does. He does not impute them because Psalms 32 and verse number two says, blessed is the man unto whom the Lord imputeth not iniquity and whose spirit there is no guile. What does he do with our sins? He will never ever mention them again. Ezekiel 18 and verse number 22, all his transgressions that he hath committed, they shall not be mentioned unto him. I'm glad for the forgiveness of God. Now let's go a step farther. Uh, we can learn what forgiveness is by studying the biblical sentiments for forgiveness. First of all, remission. What does remission do? Acts 2.38 will tell us. Amen. Then Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Amen. We think about also it would be justification. Romans 3, 24, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God has set forth to be a propitiation through faith in his blood to declare his righteousness for the remission of sins that are passed through the forbearance of God. When I think about this, I think about pardon. Scriptures like Psalms 25 and verse number 11. For thy name's sake, O Lord, pardon thine iniquity, for it is great. When I think about salvation and what Christ does, I think about healing 
and my mind goes to the book of Matthew, the 13th chapter and verse number 15. He said, for this people's heart is wax gross and their ears are dull of hearing and their eyes they have closed lest at any time they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears and should understand with their heart and should be converted and I should heal them. That's what happens when you're forgiven. God heals you. Now what are some more of these? It's freedom. Colossians 1 and verse number 13. Who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. In whom we have redemption through his blood. Even the forgiveness of sins. Friend, there's not power in the tub. There's power in the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. When I think about this, I also think, my friend, about the remedy and also the reconciliation. Second Corinthians 5, 17. For by one man's offense, death reigned by one, but much more. They which receive the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one, Jesus Christ. Therefore, as by the offense of one, judgment came upon all men to condemnation, even by the righteousness of one, the free gift came upon all men to justification of life. For as by one man's disobedience, many were made sinners, so by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. Moreover, the law entered that the offense might abound, but where sin abounded, grace did much more abound. That as sin hath reigned unto death, even so might grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. The blood of Jesus is a divine remedy for sin. I believe in good works, but good works are not a remedy for sin. Ephesians 2.8, now most religions only quote the first two verses. Don't stop at just verse number nine, read verse number 10. He said, for the grace are you saved through faith, that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Don't forget verse number 10, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. There's no way that we can save ourselves by turning over a new leaf and start doing better. The blood's gotta be applied. You must be born again to begin with. Money is not a remedy. It's the blood that's the remedy. Amen. You were not redeemed with corruptible things such as silver and gold. But what was we redeemed with? The precious blood of Christ. Distance is not a remedy. Some have been known to sin, even sin grievously, moved hundreds of miles away and act as though nothing's ever happened. Distance does not obliterate sin. It takes the blood of Jesus Christ. 
time does not atone for sin. Amen. Someone said, well, that happened 10 years ago. That happened 20 years ago. That happened 30 years ago. Time is not a remedy for sin. It makes no difference how long ago it's been. If it's not been forgiven, it's still against our record. In Christ, his cross, his blood, in him alone is the remedy for sin. Thank God for Jesus Christ. He is the remedy for our sins. Amen. Now, I want you to just consider with me for a few moments, and we're going to come to a close. I want you to think upon this thought, every one of you, young, middle-aged, and old. Are your sins forgiven? Are there any sins that have not been forgiven? If that be the case, Jesus wants to forgive you. Whether it be one or many, God's here to forgive. And I want to say something, friend. Confessing sin is not enough. There has to be a forsaking of sin. Proverbs 28, 13. He that covereth his sins shall not prosper. But he that confesseth, now there's more to it than that. He that confesseth and forsaketh them shall have mercy. You got to confess and forsake sin. This is the sweetest words you'll ever hear. Thy sins be forgiven. Amen. Thank you for listening. If you found this message helpful, please share this episode with your friends on Facebook, Messenger, or your favorite social media. If you have questions or suggestions, please message us on Facebook by searching Living the Good Life Show. A big thank you to Sister Rachel Fowler for all of her editing expertise. Until next time, keep living the good life.